Welcome to the Seat 14 Podcast, a different perspective on college basketball told by those who lived it. Join us as we bring you insider views, analysis, breakdowns, and predictions from one of the most storied programs in the country, from someone who saw it all from the end of the bench, the 14th seat. In association with the Field of 68 and alongside producer Jordan Barber, I'm your host, Todd Lanter, and this is Seat 14. Welcome into episode 16 of the Seat 14 podcast. Today is Thursday, March 3rd. Two episodes um, in one week. What has gotten into us? Did you hear what I just said, though? March. That's right. It's March, baby. Oh. I lo- I'm low-key just nervous. I saw... Oh, don't be nervous. I saw Kentucky. Kentucky posted... Uh, Kentucky Basketball's social media has posted a little clip yesterday, like a little five-second clip of the ball, or the camera was sitting at the nail. And the ball just kind of bounced and rolled across the screen. And it just said, it's March. As the ball like rolled across, it said, it's March. Like the ball like painted the yeah. words. Yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. I always like those. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, but, but just, to, uh, you know, got my, got my blood going, going a little bit. I'm excited for the SEC tournament because there's no – at the end of the day, there, it's not lose and go home. Mm-hmm. I worry – I don't know. I get real anxious and worked up about – March Madness. Why? Because because we might lose. Because we might lose. Well, um, and I this team. Every team except one's going to lose. That's true. And I've I've just wavered sometimes on whether or not this is the team that will win it. I feel better about this team than any team since I've been finished playing. So for from, I felt better about Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox and Bam. I felt good about that team, but I felt like there was a couple a couple things that could expose us. This team I feel really good about, and I think the energy. When I say energy, I don't mean like the energy on the court. I mean like the energy within the locker room. I feel like is there. I just hate the shot selection so much. Sometimes we have bad shots shot selection, which will get you and beat. This has been a common it theme will get you beat. in the Calipari era, except. In 2010, it wasn't like other teams weren't really hip to the hip to the proper shot selection wave, mm-hmm. and now they are. And now I just get real scared um, about us having a game where I got to watch Oscar take ten mid range mm-hmm. shots, Keon take five, Kellen not get a single look from three. It's just, but whatever. Did you say Kellen or Keon not Ke- get a single look. From Kellen, because <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm Keon gonna, got his look. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna dive into the Keon situation when when we bring Dom on here in a minute. Today's guest, Dominique Hawkins, Dominique can't wait to Hawkins. talk to him. Um, the biggest smile this side of the Mississippi. He he needs like it makes me want the NIL to have happened when he was here, so he can get a deal with a dentist office or something. <laughs> yeah, just a dentistry. He would be. That's actually genius. Yeah, he'd be perfect for that. I thought it's so funny that he's like one of the best on ball defenders in the Calipari era because mm-hmm. I just can't imagine seeing that. MF her across the, you know, like just he cheesing. just cheesing and locking my ass just, up. If I, especially if I think I'm hot shit too, oh my God, that would kill me. That would amazing. drive me up a wall. Absolutely. Like I'd rather see DeAndre Liggins, you know, who has a bad attitude yeah. and is just like, you know, just hates you. Yeah. Like Dom loves you. Yeah. He doesn't care, but you know, on that Dom, court. Dom would like take it from me and be like, good, that was a good, like, good guy, man. <laughs> and like mean it. He'd be like, "That was a really good play. I just got lucky." <laughs> oh good. my god! But uh, no, Dom's a, Dom's an incredible dude, man. He he, uh, you know, seeing him come in as a freshman, 
um, as a as a fellow Kentucky kid and everything, and just kind of watching his his dreams become a reality was was awesome for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get more into him when he when he hops on here with us. So coming off an eleven point win, eighty three seventy two. I guess by the time this episode comes out, we're recording on Wednesday, so it'll be it, this is a Tuesday night game. Um, didn't cover. Um, didn't Ole cover. Miss didn't cover. What was it? Twelve. Sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half. Yeah. My God. Um, That's a lot of points. Well, Ole Miss is not very good. They're not, but I don't know if they're 16 points worse than we are. Jeez. Well, they weren't last night or Tuesday night. Yeah. But, yeah, 16 and a half. Bad teams in Rupp. And yeah. the turn, a story as old as time. And and you thought it was gonna, we were going to end up on bad beats again. I did? Didn't you? Oh, you're talking about you the tie-tie cover? I'm talking about I, – I thought you were saying – it, maybe it wasn't you. Yeah, they it said wasn't we weren't going to cover. Or they said we would have a bad beats situation. But oh no, it was Angelo. It was Angelo yeah. on the ESPN. Did we get thing. get on it though? Did you see if the I didn't tie, see the tie the, tie I didn't see if the tie tie thing did three made it. Yeah. I know Oscars did. Oh for sure, Oscars did a couple weeks ago. The tie tie one should Big Cat got, uh, you know Dan Katz from Barstool. Yeah. He he was livid about oh, that. I know. He it it made his it it made his oh, yeah. social medias. I don't. I don't know that it made SVPs. I'm sure it did, though. It was too blatant. Literally. The banked in three. You just knew it was banked coming. Banked in three. Yeah. <laughs> like, Everyone could it was feel a, it. Yeah. It was 100%. It was, it was going in. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so last so night. So how do we analyze this game? That was a weird game. I I didn't watch too much of it. I'm not going to lie. Like I watched it, but I was at a bar, and I had just played a bunch of pickup. And I was, you know, I was kind of lucid dreaming at that point. Like I was alive, but I wasn't really cognizant of oh what was going God. on. So I was what just watching it. KS Bar. I was in enemy territory. Okay. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> now. we're competition, I guess. Yeah. Well, not really, but still. No. Um. Yeah. So uh, eighteen from Oscar, ten from Severe had a really good game. Right? Sixteen from Severe. Sixteen and seven. Sixteen and seven. Um. Nine from Kellen. Eight from Davion. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, Davion. And then uh, off the bench, Jacob had seven and Ty Ty had 14. <clears throat> Ty Ty played well. It was good to see him uh, get back get back to his usual self. Yeah. It only took him really, I mean, really 10 games against Arkansas, and then he was kind of back, although he was still struggling on offense that game. But it was good to see this team firing on all cylinders again. Yeah. Well, senior night, um, you know, I'm glad Kellen and, and – uh, when Davion yeah. got to Davion start, deserves. Both, I mean, they're both starters. Davion deserves more than this team could ever give him. Yeah, even though they're even though I mean, Kellen started all season. Davy Davion started a couple, but was a starter last year. It's probably the first time on senior night we haven't had guys that normally don't start. Yeah, that's start. true. So like they actually they were the only through. two. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Usually be, it's uh, Todd Lanters and yeah. Jared Polsons exactly. and all them. They'll be Jared started quite a few. Yeah, Jared. Jared got some run. Too, Jared did get some run. Um, the uh, th- there's at least there's going to be those two plus at least one more that aren't going to be on this roster next year though. What I said there's going to be those two seniors plus at least one more that aren't going to be on this roster. Granted, it would have been a little tacky to celebrate their senior night as they technically aren't even a freshman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know, man. He's gone. I don't know. He's gone. I hope he doesn't. He's gone. I hope he doesn't just to spite you. I mean, if that's his, his Can you imagine him and Oscar on a team together? No, I can't. And I hope Oscar comes back, too. I think he will. I think I think Oscar will come back. I think Shaden's gone. I think Shaden's a figment of our imagination. He was never here. <laughs> just Fugazi. Just 
It doesn't exist. It was never real. Yeah. He was never here. Um, but I think Oscar comes back. Um, and then, you know, we got a pretty, pretty good roster. And CJ will be eligible or will be healthy. Another guy who is great at taking threes and won't get to shoot any. Yep. Love that. Yep. Yep. But I'm happy. I'm happy with where we're at right now. I'm, I'm not, um, you know, nobody wants to lose. I mean, we have we guess we put it out an episode since the Arkansas loss because we were with Manny. But um, I'm not. I don't hate that Arkansas I'm, loss I don't, at I don't, all. I mean, that was a great game. And we'll get into that with Dom too. But I'm. I think we're still. We're excel. We're excelling. We're accelerating. Our foot's on the gas. Oh yeah. You think yeah. we haven't reached our our ceiling yet? No. No, we haven't reached our ceiling. Hmm. We're good. We're good to go. Um. Oscar's going to finish the season averaging 15 and 15 unless he comes out and lays an absolute egg in Gainesville. Um, Johnny Davis did just beat Purdue, although I don't think he put up crazy numbers. When do they announce the player of the year? I don't know. It's before the tournament, though, right? Like, they have to, they'll make the call soon, right? I'll look it up. Yeah. I Talk don't about know. something interesting. Um, Wisconsin is. Not a one seed. I know that Jeff Goodman has, our boy Jeff has been, uh, he's been riding the Wisconsin hype train this whole time. But a lot of their statement wins, like when you look at at a, mm. their strength of schedule, those Purdue wins are like some of their, you know, they're hanging their hat on that as why they should be a one seed. And Purdue's kind of overrated. Purdue's a little overrated. I think you know Purdue's they're like overrated, but they're in defensive metrics. You know they're like 125th in the country. Yeah, but they're they're still I think one of the five or six teams that have the ability to win a title. You really? I think. I don't have them in it anymore. I, I, I think they could. Like did, obviously did, they did could. They, did they like underperform the last week? Because I have I saw them a week ago and they looked. They kind of half ago. They kind of have. I mean. I wouldn't want to see them purely because Edie would present a big problem for Oscar, mm-hmm. but that's just for the sake of my team. I yeah. think a team, a modern team with a bunch of guards and a big who can space, Arkansas is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I think Ar- I would take Arkansas over Purdue by f- five points Ooh, over Purdue. I like that. That might be that might be that that might need to go in the title of this episode. Yeah, I like that. I think it's a good call. Yeah. I mean, they would give. Purdue's defense is really bad. Okay, so if you had to put five teams in contention for the title, who is it? Not who's your final four, but what five teams have the ability to win six games in a row and and come away with this thing? Gonzaga, Auburn, Duke, Baylor, Kentucky, I guess. I guess I'm going to say Kentucky. I think Kentucky's in there. Um, I don't. I think, really I don't worry about. Our, I really worry about our shot selections. So I would much. put Purdue in there over Duke. Really? I don't think Duke's got it. I'm I don't taking think they Duke can, against I think Purdue they're capable of beating anybody on any given night. I think they're capable of get beating anybody by several points. I'm telling you right night. now, Todd. But Purdue think, could lose in the second round. They might. They might. Anybody could. Anybody can beat. Look, it's called March Madness for a reason. Anybody can beat anybody at any given night. We were. They I would mean, be my odds-on favorite to lose in the second round out of all the best teams. I like that. I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you. I think it's completely yeah. contingent on matchups. I'll be able to tell you better once the bracket comes out. True. But 
I don't think Duke has it. I think I think that they can be beat. I think they could beat any team in the country on any given night. Dude, of but course, they, but they're seven, too exposed. Of course, seven of the top ten would lose Coach K's final week of the regular season. Yeah. So he has a chance to be ranked number one going into his final game. Of course. I mean, what are the chances, seriously, that that Duke gets a lot of calls because it's Coach K's last hoorah? Oh God! I mean, they already get. I know, but like at Cameron, like they're they already get the most preferential officiating probably in the country. It's not a probably, like yeah, hundred percent. I just am wondering, will that translate through a six game tournament? I mean, will they? Do you think that we'll be questioning? I, the, my thing, the reason I put them in that group, man, is just the the team of destiny vibes, just because it's K's last year. That's you know, but I mean. There's a little bit more factors. Involved. Oh, of course there is. <laughs> of course there is. But uh, I, I'm, I just don't think I th- like I've, I've tried. I've kind of tried to say this. I don't. I don't. I think they can beat any given team on any given night by several points. Any of them. Any team in the in the field. I don't think they can win six straight. Maybe not. I don't. They're think not losing early though. I'll tell you that much. I, just I, don't think, I think they're, they're a lot. They're a lot to make the Sweet Sixteen. I think they have one of the most talented guys in the country. Um that we've seen clam up a couple times. I'm just I just don't I don't think they have enough pieces to win six games in a row. But we'll see. Yeah. That's what we play the games for. They have a similar roster to like a Calipari roster. With how like they don't really space the floor all that well. They rely a lot on beating your guy and yeah. exploiting physicality and, and whatnot. So Sometimes those teams, which is kind of why I'm scared of this team, because even though we have a different roster, we still sometimes play like a team that is mm-hmm. only better athletically and not just more skilled. But Quick tangent real fast. Um, finalist for the uh, Naismith – oh, I'm sorry, for the uh, Wooden. Uh, Wooden Award are finalists will be named March 16th. The winner will be announced April 3rd, so the day before the national title, hmm. which I didn't realize they did it then. But that's because I've never been in contention for the national title <laughs> so. We haven't had a guy who was going to get it since AD. Because us- usually the quality of talent leeches yeah. numbers away from other guys. Yeah, and we got too widespread of talent usually. Mm-hmm. Um what about I don't first off I don't I'm not on the Wisconsin train I never will be they could they could be they could be the Golden State <laughs> they could Warriors. have the next Michael Jordan they could be would. the Golden State Warriors <laughs> playing in this tournament and I'm gonna be like they are dog shit soft I do not like <laughs> do not want to go down that road uh like mm, don't want to do that um nothing against them just like I hate them. <laughs> yeah, there's some beef there there's some bad history there we've um, already, we've already gone over it. you actually tweeted it. Not too long yeah, ago, I did, I did. Yeah, because uh, CBS March Madness Twitter account worst said, call or said, something. No, they said uh, tweet your favorite uh, March Madness. Oh my god, yeah. And you are such a one. troll for doing that. It's true. I tweeted the I tweeted the picture of Nigel Hayes with the ball in both hands, going up to like shoot a little floater situation with the shot clock at zero. Um, and then in the uh, Final Four game in 2015 when they beat us that they yeah. did a call with two and a half minutes left. Anyway, um, I like Texas Tech. 
I like Texas. Texas Tech's right now. I like uh, the Big 12. 12. I, I love Big 12 teams. I really like Texas Tech. Um, I, I think I think Arkansas is pretty good. I don't think they have – I don't know that they're a national title contender, but I think they're – They're I think damn they're, scary. I think they could get pretty deep they in play, this tournament. They play good basketball, man. They I, play modern, efficient basketball, and they have that lead guard who yeah. can just take over a game with the pick and roll. Yeah. Just like an NBA – just like in the NBA. I'm not high on Tennessee. I'm not high on Wisconsin. I'm not high on Kansas. Nah. After seeing what we did to Kansas, bro, I cannot yeah. I don't understand why anybody is so and adamant about them. Arizona, I think, is good and could make a deep run depending on the way the bracket falls out, but I mean they're they I will never I will never put my money on I, a that's Pac twelve. What I was about team. To say. But they're but they're number two. They're two in the AP poll right now and they they ain't getting. Doesn't it suck that we would have probably been number one if we won that Arkansas game? Probably, yeah. That's that's tough, man. That's and tough. now Arkansas, I think, has a chance to end up number one seed in the SEC tournament. Oh yeah, they do. They have a chance. Auburn still got it pretty locked down, but they but have a if chance. If Auburn loses, is is it theirs? If Auburn loses any of the, yeah, Auburn has to drop either, one, and then Arkansas they, and has Auburn it. plays. I think tonight and Saturday. Yeah, but they don't play anybody. I don't, I don't remember who they play, but it's not like a notable yeah. game. Be nice if they played each other. That would be sick for our purposes. Yeah. Either way, it's gonna shake out. It's gonna be fun. What SEC games have we lost? LSU, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Auburn. Yeah. It sucks. To, it sucks to lose so much against the top, top competition. SEC's pretty pretty damn good this year. Yeah. And I thought it was gonna be pretty top heavy. I thought there was gonna be four teams that were gonna stand alone. Um, I mean, they, and just kind of run the gamut. And that is how it is, though. Not, I mean, but it's not the way that we thought it would be. I mean, Alabama's beat three top five. True, teams. you do have Alabama. Alabama's like, the fifth, but then after Alabama, I do think there is a considerable drop off. I mean, but Alabama beat three top five teams, and I think four top seven teams or yeah. something like that. That is then, good for our resume. And to then dropped to like the school of the blind. Like <laughs> they're. They're very funny. they're they're the definition of playing to the level of their talent or to playing to the level of their competition. Um, this Kentucky team does not do that. We beat bad teams. Yeah, we beat we bad. beat the we, hell we out we of bad teams. Ended the ended the uh, regular season undefeated at home, eighteen and zero. Um, and then you know one more road game to uh, in Gainesville before we head down to Tampa. I normally love Nashville for the SEC tournament. Kentucky fans obviously travel very well there. It's a fun city to be in. Love Bridgestone Arena. Um, the 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 vibes there are great, but I'm ready to sit on the beach in St. Pete. Have fun, dude. And, I will uh, be here. Pretty excited about it. Not gonna lie to you, um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe you can tag along. We'll see if you can. Mm. Can you fit in the suitcase? Probably not. <laughs> It'd be a damn big suitcase. Buddy. <laughs> All right, let's take a uh, quick break, and then we'll bring on my boy Dominique Hawkins. Uh, talk to him a little bit about this team and uh, what he sees with their with these guys and uh, maybe a little bit about his professional career and what he's got coming up. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Let me take a second to tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now's the time because they are offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. What sets them apart, though, is that they require just one playthrough to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new Rush Pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With basketball season tipping off, 
Get in on the action by going to BetRivers.com today or by downloading the BetRivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. Welcome back. Joining us now, Kentucky's very own, the Kentucky Kid, Dominique Hawkins. Thanks for coming, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. We've been trying to do this for a while. I know. Slide that up a little closer to your face, please. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, we've been after this for like since the beginning of the show, but uh, Dom's kind of the ace in the hole. He's all, you know, he's, <laughs> I'm saying, you know, he's going to be entertaining and, um, and, and talk and not hold back. So he's been, uh, we wanted to get him in person for sure. We had the opportunity to Zoom, but I'd rather mm-hmm. you be sitting here. So thanks for taking the time. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so I know we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about what you're doing now, obviously, um, mm-hmm. still with your pro career, but. Um, when you get out of here, you're going to run up to Richmond and talk to some kids, right? Yeah, I'm actually going. It's going to be in Berea, okay. Madison Southern. Uh, the girls' team had a big win. Yeah. And the coach wanted me to come and just pump them up a little bit yeah, yeah. for their next game. So it's, it's, it's funny because early on, you know, I, this is, I, don't, I don't mean for this to sound <laughs> bad because it doesn't, but early on in his, uh, in his career, freshman, sophomore year, getting him to talk mm-hmm. was the problem. He was always, you know, just a little too timid. To speak up, and then finally he he uh, he started to, and and I mean seriously, I mean yeah. this as a compliment. Your game exploded, like exactly. You, you, yeah. you know, yeah. you started um, being vocal and and uh, and talking to your teammates and everything, and watching you after, especially after I got done. I mean, you really you really blossomed, mm-hmm. and obviously yeah. have turned into a phenomenal player. Always a great athlete, and uh, and you know, where'd you go to high school? Though? What <laughs> really? I went to Madison Central Richmond. <laughs> we actually won a state championship my senior year. Have they finished the statue uh, for you yet out there? Nah, they, <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't did it yet. They need to, maybe. They need they, to, they maybe. They need though. to. They need to talk yeah. about it. So I went to uh, – what was your teammate's name? I can't remember his name. Well, that hit the shot? Yeah. Uh, Kendra Bosley. Yeah. So I went – they took us – or most of most of us um, went to see the state tournament that year because we knew that, that that Cal was recruiting him. They were playing in the state tournament. Um Right, at, I guess we lost in the NIT that that mm-hmm. year, so yeah. we were done early. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that's right. We we lost in the NIT, and that weekend was the state tournament. So normally, you know, we wouldn't get to go because March Madness is after that. But because we were out in the first round of the NIT yeah. that Silver year, linings, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we got to go see see that team, and uh, and you know him and and that kid, his teammate, just. Do you have any other fair. offers coming out of high school? Yeah, I had uh, other offers. Uh, West Kentucky was my, like, second choice, to be honest. I didn't know Kentucky was going to offer me. And they, they was loyal. They came to every game since probably my sophomore year. Western and, did? Yeah, Western. And that was my first visit, too. Actually, Moorhead was my first visit, and then they were. Was Ray Harper still there? Yes, he yeah. was still there. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. He was still there. He, and then uh, Brad Stevens uh, gave me a, a, a scholarship from yeah. Butler uh Tennessee yep and then there's like other teams I can't really remember on top of my head but there's a lot of other teams that's Kentucky give you a scholarship everyone else come knocking on the door yeah did you did you know right when it came through that's what you wanted to do yeah I I knew immediately (laughs) immediately. were you just waiting on it the whole your whole like high school career were you were you actually I mean seriously were you you like if this happens I'm gonna take it to be honest I I was very doubtful about it I didn't think Kentucky was gonna offer me so. Well, I have to imagine, you know, you watching, I mean, you're in Kentucky, whether you were, you know, a particular fan of the team at the time or not, I'm, you know, everybody grows up dreaming mm-hmm. that they might get that exactly. chance. And I have to assume that you were watching that 2013 team mm-hmm. that went to the NIT, yeah. like, 
they could use me right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I definitely, uh, my, everyone told me, like, everyone knew in state that I was playing really good, and yeah. everyone's saying at Kentucky the point guard play is not great this year. Yeah. And obviously I was like, maybe I could get a chance and, and be able to play at that level. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know, like, I always question my game because I felt like I was a great player, though, but I just didn't know how I was against other kids yeah. in, like, yeah, the yeah. United States. We. We had a – I mean, that season in particular was, was very unique because if you remember originally, Ryan Harrow was was recruited to transfer from Kansas mm-hmm. State and was supposed to start that year at point. Um, he was, you know, in and out a little bit um, of the lineup. And, you know, Jared stepped mm-hmm. in and, and right. played really well. Yeah. He, had, he had his breakout game up at uh, the Barclays Center against Maryland that mm-hmm. kind of put him – you know, thrust him into that, right, into that right. position. So he got – you know, quite a few starts. And then we had to ask Archie, who's not a point guard, yeah. to slide over and yeah. play point um, a lot, which was tough on him because he's a slasher. I think he got a lot of unfair criticism, mm-hmm. a lot like Keon has this year, yeah. to be honest with you. I agree with A that. lot of unfair criticism from the fan base and the media and, the, you know, everybody's jobs to scrutinize and put a microscope mm-hmm. on the team. And, uh, you know, much like Keon now, he's being asked to do something entirely different than the way he was playing last year. Exactly. And um, – I'm about sick of that bullshit. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they, we know what goes on. Like mm-hmm. we know what goes on, and we know how good some of these guys are, and that they're capable of doing some of these things. And then they're, you know, they're called upon. I've said this a thousand times on this show. Cal finds two or three things that you're good at, and mm-hmm. that's what you do exactly. Right? And with with Archie, with Keon, now they're being asked to kind of step away from that and do something mm-hmm. else because that's what the team needs in right. order for them to be successful. And uh, you know, I just I I hate. I hate watching some of the scrutiny that yeah, they have to deal yeah, with. Yeah. yeah, a big part of it is just the social media thing. That's that's like, a huge part of it. People are always connected at all times. And Armchair quarterbacks. Yeah, um, but you also we talked about this with Cash, and I'm sure this is kind of where you're going with this. But you don't like the general public. You can make a burner account. You don't have to attach your name to your comments, and you can mm-hmm. just say hateful stuff to mm-hmm. to kids. Right. And like I don't, I don't. I mean, it's it's not. I don't like that. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about this because we talked with um, your former teammate Derek Willis mm-hmm. about uh, Dante Allen being the kind of the Kentucky kid on this year's team, mm-hmm. and just the way that last year it felt like the fan base put so much undue pressure on him that he didn't deserve, mm-hmm. and that they felt like the season lived and died by whether or not Dante was getting on the court. Can you kind of just I don't know. Just from your experience, you know, like you you didn't really have to deal with that. Like, is yeah. it because the teams were so much better, you know, versus Dante's first year here was right. an absolute traitor? Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I really think my situation was way different than Dante's because Dante, he came in in, uh, I think, in as Mississippi State where he scored like 25 points or something like that. I never was considered a scorer on a team. Like, I knew my role. He didn't really know his role that well, though. but when he came in, he just put up a lot of points. And then after the next game, Coach Cal puts him in, and he's thinking he got a score. Mm-hmm. So he's just forcing shots up. And if he don't make the first two, he might be coming out yeah. out of game. And but, all this noise on Yeah, yeah. But, like, in my role, all I was supposed to do is guard best player and <laughs> stop him. Player, yeah. yeah, and defense was my best – was my strength. Yeah. So sure, I, so. I also was wondering if that was always something that you knew about your game or if that was something that you had to kind of grow into as a Division One player. It's something that I knew, but I was really – in high school, I wasn't known as like a defensive stopper. I was known as a scorer and ma- making plays for my teammates. But I just wanted to be able to get on the court 
And when, at Kentucky, you have all that already. So you got to find something that you're really good at. And being on defense, not everybody at Kentucky is going to, like, pull their heart out on defense. Like Oscar, he's pulling his heart on rebounds. Mm -hmm. He's scoring the ball, too, which is really well. But if you find that one thing, like, little thing like that, defense, that's what got me to play. What's your uh, wingspan? Wingspan, 6'5". Yeah, he's he's long, obviously fast and long. Um, and the, one of the coolest things I, I learned watching him in practice and, and talking to him was um, – the way the way that you like i guess the way that you learn to take pride in defense is like who would like i i wouldn't want me guarding me like he wanted to be like that annoyance like you can't ever slack up or i'm taking it from you right and when when your mindset kind of changes that way like you could see like that's kind of what i meant his game just blossomed incredibly and it and <laughs> coaches have been telling us this since the beginning of time, but your defense created so much offense for those teams. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because of the pressure you were putting on the ball. Yeah. And it's similar to how Oscar's rebounds create extra possessions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Team. Like, I mean, you had games where you'd get four or five steals in the game. Like, mm -hmm. that's five extra possessions. Right. And usually they're breakouts mm -hmm. right. at the same time. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to get a loose ball or taking a charge, you either get, get your extra possession. So, yeah. just. I don't know what made me like love doing it the yeah. way I just found a passion for it. I That's mean, awesome. Turkey, There's been so. a few guys who came through and yeah, DeAndre Liggins. Yeah, I was gonna say like, a lot of the fans. Like if I see a fan, they're like, "Man, I don't even know which who defense I like better. Yeah, yours or the Liggins. Yeah, like man, Liggins was that. Uh, Liggins was that guy on defense for this he team was, for sure. He 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 was like. I'm gonna ruin your day. Yeah. Like that's all I'm here for. Like yeah. I want. I he, like he took the approach and and you know you much mm -hmm. the same way, but like. Whoever unfortunately gets matched up against me is going to be pissed off because yeah. I'm bringing their average down. Like they're not getting looks. And it's got to be annoying to see Dom's smiley ass on the. That's yeah, what I was about to say. <laughs> but you, but you hit the yeah. nail on the head, and you, and you didn't mean to. But I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna expose it a little bit. You didn't have to sit in a stance in defense in, in high school. That's why you didn't take pride in it. True, you just could true. you could slack off because you were more athletic and exactly. you didn't need to. Those exactly. those kids couldn't. I mean, if they beat you off the dribble, you're getting yeah, it on the glass, recover. right? Yep. Exactly. And and uh, you know that's unfortunately the mindset that a lot of these freshmen come in with, and then they realize, oh shit, this is a big boys game. Mm -hmm. Like I can't like if they get by me, they're at the yeah, rim, yeah, right? Yeah. And and then you got your bigs getting pissed at you because they're getting in foul exactly. trouble and. Um, so it, it really becomes, I think that's a big part, a big part, excuse me, of the learning curve that, that is Kentucky because you have young classes coming in every year, the turnover, obviously we know about, and they have to learn that without the mentorship of the upperclassmen in most cases, most years, Dom had a lot of uh, upperclassmen that could mentor him, but you know, they really, they really don't come in and or they don't come in and realize like that you can't take a possession off because there's no recovery at this, mm -hmm. at this level. Um, and you know, Dom came in and, and watched those guys and soaked it all in. And I, I made the joke about him being a little quiet at first. He was just learning, man. Yeah. And then, and then it was time for him to educate and he came out and did that. And that's why the, your, you know, your, your teams mm -hmm. were, the the asset that you became and I and I don't mean this to sound bad but mm -hmm. I didn't realize that you'd be as impactful as you became right. later in your career yeah. 
and and I watched you every day in practice. Yeah, yeah, I knew how yeah, good you were. Yeah, yeah. But that mindset, the change in your mindset was so like it was yeah. so obvious. And yeah. I remember talking to like JP and uh, B and B Long and Sam mm-hmm. and those guys that you know we'd constantly were texting because you know we weren't playing anymore. Right, Everybody right, else yeah, that, that yeah. was that we were teammates with yeah. was in the league. But we would talk all the time and we'd be like, man, Dom is really coming coming into it. And um, you know, just very fun to watch because mm-hmm. I saw like the passion grow in you. Um, and Derek, yeah. Derek was the same. Derek, Derek was Derek, exact for two same. years. Derek didn't care. Yeah, he didn't care. Yeah. Like he was just like, I'm here. I'm playing. Like I'm mm-hmm. good. And then one day he just was like, All right, I want to make a career out of this. And he yeah. changed and and uh, he took all that you know mentorship and um, the lessons that he learned in his in his first two years and um, they became quite the dynamic pair. Yeah, just a couple Kentucky boys. Just yeah. a couple Kentucky boys, yeah. man. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Probably wouldn't be the same player without Derek as well, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. He was really close. Yeah. We're not really close, but we're close enough where we'll talk to each other every now and then, though. But he was my roommate my freshman year. And we, we that's where we kind of got a bond. Like, we were roommates, but we wasn't like, hey, let's go yeah. get food and all this stuff. But we'll see each other every day, give yeah. us space, play the game, go, something like that. But D's my guy, so he was a sure. different cat too. Yeah, he's different. He yeah, a he's different a different cat. breed. So he's 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 admittedly a different cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Derek in a good he's, way though. Yeah, in a good yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. In a good way. He's like he's got a, he's got this attitude like you don't you don't like me, okay? Yeah. Like I don't yeah. I don't makes no difference to my life at all. But right. he's a he was definitely a breath of breath of fresh air. We had I'll I'll say this that the your freshman year was was one was one type of dynamic but your sophomore year we had the most broad spectrum of athletes on that mm-hmm. team yeah and Is that the undefeated team the, yeah, the, yeah the almost undefeated team the uh but that 38 and 1 team was just i mean you know obviously the the athleticism across the board but you know think about the 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 human beings that were on that that made up that team i know you know we had everybody from you know the, the Texas boys with, with uh, the Harrison twins and, um, you know, Devin Booker was 17 years old. I was 22. You know, me, Dom, Derek are all from Kentucky. Then you got, you know, Sam and Brian who are from the Northeast. You got – I mean, it, we were all over the map and everybody mm-hmm. just, you know, different age ranges and uh, everybody just kind of coming together and playing Mario Kart on the road yeah, was like just yeah. the most – like if we could have had a camera in that room yeah. – that would that'd be that would a, have been a documentary, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It would. That was a good one. But those kind of moments, I mean, that I think what made that that team the most special, um, or what gave us kind of that leg up that year was the Bahamas trip because mm-hmm. everybody got to, you mm-hmm. know, the chemistry was so good off the court and yeah. on the court as well. When you're so. when you're you know coming in on a basketball court and everybody's you know highly touted and you know trying to earn minutes and everything it's you know the competition's fierce and all that's well and good but we got to go down water slides together you know like we went scuba diving mm-hmm. like those are kind of experiences that like you don't get to see that side of those kids um on the court and so it kind of it, it we butted heads but then you know we walked off and put our arms around each other and that's what made the competition so fierce we mm-hmm. knew every night we'd go out for a game that practice was more difficult because we were playing against better dudes in practice than we were in games. Who gave you the most problems in practice? That year? You had to stick them. That year? That year? Yeah. That, uh, well, I mean, through your career, I'm assuming the best guard. You I bet Jamal was pretty, was pretty. Oh, true. You did have to stick yeah. Jamal. I bet Jamal's probably, probably yeah, up there. I, I actually didn't have to guard Jamal that much. I was always guarding Isaiah. Oh, okay. My junior year. Okay. 
And Michael Motor was guarding Jamal. Jamal. Jamal gave everybody buckets, yeah. though, so I can't, I can't just call say Michael Motor got buckets going on every possession. But uh, I, w- I would have to say either Malik or uh, – Malik, I think Malik Monk gave me the most problems. His mid range yeah. is just so good. Yeah, like he's one he's, dribble mid range. He pull up. He was a little teeter tottery in with with Charlotte for a while, and now mm-hmm. he's yeah. Now he's, yeah, he's definitely best picked up. In the Lakers. Did you see? The, I I made a comment last. Uh, did you say second best player in the Lakers? That's hilarious. <laughs> I I remember uh, like we did. We recorded an episode on was it was it sun, Sunday Monday 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 really? I think it was Sunday. Either way, we were watching the Lakers game, and while I'm talking to him, I had the TV on oh, behind yeah, him, like, Damn, that's a good and play. Malik snagged that ball out of the air. Remember that the lob? Did you see that? I didn't see that. I'll show you the video yeah, of it. He, yeah. somebody there, there. It's a New Orleans was on a two on one break, mm-hmm. and the lob was coming up to to Ingram, and Malik jumps up, and it, I mean, if it was a floater, it was a goaltend, but it was a lob for mm-hmm. a dunk, and Malik jumps up and goes back and grabs it like that. It was. Yeah ridiculous like i stopped talking in the middle of the sentence yeah. and saw i'm like that dude yeah. i mean he had a couple of good perform i mean obviously like you know he was he was great but like yeah. the unc performance and stuff you can just be like man he's gonna have like if he gets in the right opportunity mm-hmm. in the league exactly. he's gonna be yeah. a monster so yeah he i can see how he would be was he the guy in practice where you would just be like how did you just do that I've done seen it so much that <laughs> i don't even i don't normal. even yeah it's normal to me now that normal. i see it so yeah. like there's always a good athlete on every team I played on, yeah. and that was my senior year. So I felt like I saw everything. That there year. was there was one play I'll I'll try to describe as best I can. It's tough without being able to show it because there wasn't a camera on him when it happened. But my first year there, during summer workouts, all the guys you know that are in the league were back playing mm-hmm. pickup, and this is the this was the moment that I was like. I don't, I don't, I don't need to be in this gym. Like I don't, I don't belong. I don't belong here. I need to go back to the YMCA. Like this is not where I'm at. This is not where I need to be at. But we're playing pickup, and it's like, I mean, it. There's probably, there's probably six NBA All Stars on the floor, and then like I think Willie was out there, and Aaron and Andrew. Um, no, this is before Trey. I think it was Aaron and Andrew. Willie and like Alex and then everybody else was like John Wall, DeMarcus, Eric Bledsoe, um, all those dudes. AD was there. And Eric Bledsoe makes this play where he he steals the ball and it's a two-on-one break. And he's coming down the left side and he's got somebody running, trailing a little bit on the right and the defender's back. And he makes this play where he picks it up off the dribble with one hand. You know his hands are Mm. huge. Picks it up off the dribble with one hand and fakes the pass like this and palms the ball. And then comes off his right foot and dunks it like this. So the fat, the fake like got yeah. the defender to kind of jump that direction because right. obviously who can fake it with one hand? Yeah. And he jumps out and then he curls it back like this and dunks it that way. And I was like, I need to just hang it up and go home. I do not need to be here. This is absurd. Unreal. Just unreal talent. So to, to his point, there's so many of those plays, man. You, you can't even – can't even remember all of them, but but that one in particular was like the first time that summer workout where I was like, oh, bless yeah. these pe- these dudes just got so much so much athleticism and talent. Um, but you know, credit to Cal to be able to to take those type of dynamically different players mm-hmm. and manage their egos and put a, a product out on the floor. 
um, that's successful. That's why it drives me nuts when people say that he just rolls the ball out. Because, like, you got to convince some of these guys, like, hey, I know that you think you can shoot. I mean, Carl Towns just won the three-point contest. He wasn't allowed to shoot threes here. He wasn't even allowed to shoot a mid-range. He couldn't shoot (laughs) mid-ranges here. Kyle's like, hey, I know you can shoot, but you ain't going to do it. Because if you you have to step out there, like, you know, granted, he's not – he wasn't then what he is now, but – he had to play a certain role for us mm-hmm. to be successful. Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, selfishly shooting five threes a game. Is this his best coaching job? It's up there. I agree with Ty. It's, it's up there. definitely up there as well. He's, uh, I think he's obviously got um, a, the, a lot to prove isn't the right phrase, but he's got, he's got a lot of work to do. I mean, the, these next couple of weeks will, will define that if he mm-hmm. i think if he if he gets this team to the final four it's probably a top top tier coaching job mm-hmm. true i guess the product isn't finished yet we don't really know what yeah. the conclusion is going to be well I, this team hasn't had a lot of backslides like they haven't they haven't had you know like we lost to arkansas last week but arkansas went out and beat us right we talked about Good this loss no, I don't like that phrase. When I say but, that, he, he – No, it's what, I hate what the phrase, you say? Good, good loss. A uh, good loss. I hate the phrase good, good loss. loss. <laughs> ridiculous. I know your point. I know what you're trying to say. Are phrase you, is are ridiculous. Are you as anti-good loss as he is? No, I, I'm okay with good loss. I just don't like – I just don't – I just don't like – I know what you're trying to say. I just don't like the phrase. The wording sucks. But he – you know, they, they lost to Arkansas, but Arkansas won that game, right? Kentucky lost the Notre Dame game. You know what I'm saying? Last game they truly lost. That's what I'm saying. Like, if a team goes out and beats you, like, no, it's not good. But you can't like, like, we didn't have anything to really point to and be like, this is why. Like, this is a glaring issue. Obviously, we have a lot of improvements to make. The the mid range, you know, field goal percentage was atrocious. We didn't close out strong. We had a couple silly turnovers and things, but it wasn't. We didn't go out and lose the game like like we did at Notre Dame. It wasn't ours to give away. Um, and Arkansas is a good team. So my point mm-hmm. is, is we're trending in the right direction, and I think he's done a phenomenal job of utilizing his roster with the exception of, especially early on, Kellen Grady. And he started to realize that Kellen – and when I say realize, he's a Hall of Famer. It's not my place to sit here and do this. But mm-hmm. he, but Kellen's so good off dribble handoffs and off the dribble that I think if, if we can find – like not overanalyzing, he got three shots against Arkansas. Right, and he's probably the second most offensive, offensively gifted player on the team. In your word, to put your words to it, he's got to be able to get more looks than that. Yeah. So I need to ask y'all: Is that I kind of had this epiphany? Is that like a product of the free flowing offense, where he doesn't really him not getting looks like one set play for for a possession? You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, reference like two circle or three circle. I was right? Say, I think he's calling it floppy now. Yeah. So I'm. I'm assuming on that first pin down that he comes off, it's supposed to be a, see if he gets open for the shot. If not, pass it back up top, come back around, come off pick and roll. So I don't, I don't think he's getting a lot of looks though. But like the point guard Willer and Tata, they get in the lane pretty well. Yeah. And if they get in the lane, usually someone's going to help. But if they don't help, he's helping them to get an easy yeah. layup. So with his guy denying him on three point line, he's creating more space to get other guys. Yeah, that's shots, that's so. the biggest thing. Is Kellen is effective because of his threat to shoot, threat yeah. to score the and ball, and his movement off the ball. Yeah, he's incredible off the ball. Low that that threat is 
valuable enough to have him on the floor, even if he never takes a shot. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's still. I would still to like looks. to. I, me personally, I would like to just at some point in the game. You probably earlier on. I just want to give my best shooter a couple looks and see if he's just going to take over the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got what you're saying. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that's kind of where I fall on it. But I mean, at the end of the day, the dude's a Hall of Famer, and I'm look at me. Hey, what are we? What are, we what are, we're, that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're not you're not telling him he's wrong. Just right. like, hey, he's got three shots. Let's see what we can do for him. Exactly. But but you know, I think Kellen's got the right attitude. Like like you said, they're like we. You know, it's it's obvious he's he's coming out every night and doing what he can to help his team win. And if that's run off a bunch of screens, have somebody chase him while they attack and throw lobs great but when you're struggling shooting the ball see if we can get it in his hands a little we more. all in agreement he's going to be a coach one day kellen that dude is he like should ridiculously be ridiculously smart he should be he plays good defense too that yeah too. he plays really he, good he defense. so Ogbaji for like he held that's what i was going to say i would have i would have called him the worst defender in the lineup in the starting five before until kansas that kansas game yeah yeah and and he, I, I, my understanding is he asked for that assignment. I don't know if you know that or not, but supposedly he asked for that assignment. And I mean, if you're gonna ask for it, do that mm-hmm. good a job, and he did exactly. So I'm sure that when they go in SEC tournament, he'll probably be guarding the leading scorers again, mm-hmm. just so Tata and uh, uh, Willer can put pressure on the ball all the way up, up the court. Unless uh, who did they play in Arkansas? The the player, yeah, the uh, play. JD. He was a point guard, wasn't he? J- yeah. I don't I, J- JD. Is that who you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm talking know. about the dude who went yeah. off. Yeah, Arkansas. that went off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he'll be guarding a point guard though. Yeah, yeah. the dude's a little too yeah, shifty because uh, he's really. I think Grady's really good at uh, denying the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then playing perimeter on only on three point line. I don't think pressure in the full court would be too yeah. good for him. He's think, smart. Yeah, he's smart. That's the thing he's, about it. He's a very smart yeah. defender. I think Ty Ty is a sneaky good defender. Do y'all agree? I, I I think sneaky good is a is a good word for it. Because he well he has to use so much energy on offense, yeah. and you know he's relied on to create on offense. But he th- I think he gets very disruptive on the other mm-hmm. team's ball handlers. Like I notice him create a lot of live ball turnovers. I was gonna say I see him get deflections at times. I feel like sometimes he's a little lazy, yeah. but mm-hmm. because of offense, like he's gonna give it more on offensive wise. But. Do we need to take a break and then do this a second segment, or do you want to just finish out with him? Let's just finish up. We got to talk about the SEC tournament. Okay, um, with him, you mean? Yeah. Okay, so I'll. You have a question? Do you yeah. want me? Okay, go ahead. Who's your pick to have the Dom versus Arkansas in the in the uh, championship game for this team? Wait, the say that again. He had four, you had fourteen. Oh, points oh, 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 MVP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think Mintz is going going to uh, make a good run. In this tournament, he's been playing pretty good these last few games as well, and uh, I just like the way his motor is as well. He's always playing hard and never seems phased. Really got, yeah, like, exactly. So mature, good he composure, is. really good composure. If he's not getting as many minutes or you know having to come off the bench or whatever, he's been accepting of that mm-hmm. and and educated. And I, and I've liked this team a lot for for that reason across the board. I was telling him the other day. I mean. Uh, Bryce Hopkins comes in against LSU, right, mm-hmm. and has nine straight points, plays great. Who's he going to be taking minutes from if he's on the floor? Keon, Lance, and and Jacob. Yeah. And the first three to meet him when LSU had to call a timeout on the floor to congratulate him and, like, you know, chest mm-hmm. bump and everything were those three. Yeah. And that, I think, goes to show, like, the chemistry of this yeah, team. Definitely. Same with Davion. He's approached it like, you know, I'm – 
I'm, I might not have the talent that Ty Ty does, but mm-hmm. I have the knowledge that he doesn't, and I'm going to teach him how. Exactly. And uh, it's it's translatable, and I think that's why he's such a fan favorite. Um, and I like him. I mean, I think Tom's right. I think he's he's got the maturity and the composure to come out and lead this team through some – I mean, basketball's a game of runs, especially mm-hmm. in, in March. I think he's got the, the tenacity and the composure to keep us – cool calm and collected when those runs occur with that said who are you most scared of in the sec tournament because i think it's arkansas over auburn auburn's so scary yeah. as well though at the end of the day i just like, don't want to see jabari smith on the other that's side. that's the only person that scares me i don't I don't think anyone can guard – anyone in college basketball, I don't think anyone can guard him. No. No one's I don't, stopping like, him getting yeah. a shot if he wants I don't, to get a shot. I, I would agree. I think he's the best – I think he's the best player that's going to be in the tournament as mm-hmm. far as who we need to be concerned about. But I'm scared of Kessler too. But I think we have the bodies to throw at Kessler, and I think there's a couple guys that are capable of – I mean, they might not be able to stop him, but uh, hope to contain him. Throw mm-hmm. a couple guys at, at Jabari, but we can put we can put weight like you know throw Bryce in there and let him mm-hmm. put it, put his body on right. uh, Kessler for a while and get into his legs. And I don't think Auburn's guard plays very good. I think. Did you watch the Auburn game? Um, I did watch it. I did watch it. When you look at it, and that first however long it took uh, Ty Ty to get hurt, like their guards were their guards are not good. Flustered. Yeah. And and I don't yeah. straight I don't, up turn the ball over yeah. like every other yeah. possession. I'm, I don't I'm, I try to avoid singling out individual players opposing teams or not, but as as a unit, their guard play is not as talented as ours. Mm-hmm. And uh so I'm not concerned with if, if we're able to pressure the ball with them and throw bodies at Kessler and and Jabari and stay out of foul trouble, I think we're fine against Auburn. Arkansas is a bigger matchup problem for Note us. Note was a problem in that pick and roll. Who? J.D. Note for That's Arkansas. what I'm saying. They're, they're, we don't have – What would you – how, how do you plan – game plan against a guy like that? Because you probably if, – if you were on, the, on this team, you'd probably be stuck with that assignment. Right. You just got to get them tired as possible. Coach, if I was playing, Coach would just tell me, put my body on him, pressure him, yeah. just annoy him. Uh, don't don't let him get a free look. He's going to shoot the ball, obviously, 10 times a game. Just don't let him be open or layups. That's but what he would that tell constant him. weight, like that constant just a forearm mm-hmm. just leaning on you, pushing you off screens and stuff, wears you out over 40 minutes. I mean, it's exhausting. And so, like he said, that's a big component. Mm-hmm. Even, if, even if he's more skilled when he's got the ball in his hands and you're faced up in front of him, beat him when he doesn't have the ball. Weigh exactly. on him and and just irritate him and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, just literally, just get into his legs, and and you wear him down. Yeah. But we talked about this too. His pace is so incredible that he'll kind of lull you to sleep. Um, and the way that we play pick and rolls can be a problem because mm-hmm. if we're walling up, right? Yeah. And you got, I mean, Jacob's probably the pro- probably the best to defend that screen. And but he cooked Jacob every. He cooked possession. and he cooked yeah. Jacob, and but like Oscar's a little too slow mm-hmm. getting back. Yeah, um, Lance is a little too slow now, getting like, back. Jacob Jacob's is good. My ja- pick yeah. for like the most versatile defender on the team, mm-hmm. and he just like it's like he was looking in the eyes of God every yeah. time yeah. that that dude would. I mean, it's a know, tough predicament to be in 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 that in that pick and roll when you know we changed it up. I think we gave him a couple different looks. They did they Arkansas threw a couple twist actions um, at us there, and and you know we were trying to wall up, and 
it just he, he kind of got us mm-hmm. got us out of our own way yeah and it's just so scary he was hot that game yeah like if you just give him a little room he's gonna pull up yeah like that one shot so. he hit in the middle of the lane so, with yeah. oscar right over oscar's arm mm-hmm. like falling back and just dropped yeah. it and i was like okay yeah. yeah this is just one of those games it's one yeah. of those nights for sure it's crazy that dudes can just get that hot against like, kentucky yeah 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 Always, always, man. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in rub. Somebody yeah. always gets hot in rub. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm one of those people. We'll, we'll end with this. I'm unless you got another question. You got another question? I think should we address the? Okay. Well, let me say this then. You can. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Let me finish this, then we'll address it. Um, I think I'm one of those people, and I obviously I wasn't put in this position. I was in high school, but I wasn't put in this position at the collegiate level. But mm-hmm. I thrive off the 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 atmosphere in opposing arenas like of course you love getting cheered for and right, and everything right, right. but like if i was like an assassin like if i was like that dude yeah i would eat up getting booed and <laughs> people running their mouth to me and like hush just hushing a crowd yeah, i would yeah, love that yeah. and and there's always somebody on the op- opposing team that wants to come interrupt and and do that, but I mean, you're look, you're talking about Rupp Arena. Mm-hmm. You're talking about you know at, at against Kentucky in front right, of yeah, twenty four thousand yeah. people, and when you hit that first one, maybe the second one, that basket gets a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, and uh, you know it seems to always happen. But I assume that that's why, because yeah. I mean it's it's exhilarating to hit a shot in that arena for oh, sure. Because I remember growing up, I always wanted to play in Rupp Arena yep. in the state. So once I got there. Oh, I was thinking about just going crazy yep. in Rupp Arena. Yeah, you just want to hear your name. Yeah, got to hear your name. Got yeah. scores twenty to thirty points in Rupp Arena. Yep. So I'm sure, like you said, the opponent teams come in. Yep. The star players going to want to put up forty or fifty. Yeah. Points. And none so. of yeah, none of us know what it feels like to be the bad guy in that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's got to be a whole so, different yeah. level of like, if you're a killer, if you're an assassin, like you mm-hmm. said. Yeah. That's all the motivation you need. Speaking of speaking of bad guy in that arena, you all are probably both of you might be too young to remember this. Do you know who Marvin Stone is? Either of you? Nope. Marvin Stone played here in probably I'm guessing 2003, 2002, somewhere around there. Transferred from Kentucky to Louisville, had to sit out a year, and then came back to like came back on Louisville's team to play in Rep Arena. I have never heard. (laughs) I've never in my life heard <laughs> the type of things that I heard at that game, That's and uh, I don't. I don't remember how he performed. I was. I was a little. I was a little too young, but uh, I need to look that up because that that you just mentioned. None of us knows what it feels like. That guy got to experience all the glory when he was here, yeah. and then come back as like the devil himself to Kentucky <laughs> fans in red and black with the horns and everything. And they, boy, they lit him yeah, up. Actually, his son, I think, is a manager on this team. I'm pretty sure. Mm. I'm pretty sure, um, but yeah. So, go ahead and uh, and address that the overseas situation. Well, I mean, that's it's his it's Dom's position to address. Yeah, it. Like, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Just so crazy. So your career path is there. is leading you back to Europe. Yes, it is. Uh, and obviously, there's a little. Yeah, with the Ukraine and Russia situation, it's kind of making me hesitate, yeah. hesitating on going or not. But uh, I have like. Team's been reaching out to me. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to be home for my family this year and stuff. But now I'm kind of need to get back overseas, getting yeah. the gist of it, start yeah. playing more. And I wanted to just end up playing for a month or two or something. Yeah. But there's a team in Czech Republic, and uh, thinking about taking it. Yeah. Though, but it's only one country away. Yeah. From Ukraine, so yeah. 
we don't know if we're going to take it or not, yeah. but we'll end up seeing. Well, I don't think anyone could fault you for being hesitant. Yeah, mm-hmm. not at exactly, all. I, exactly. I get like you after need the to, video I just showed you. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, I know you need to get back out there and, and your career is going fantastic, but obviously there's some things that are bigger than basketball. Oh, and, definitely. Yes. Um, so, and, and one of our, or my former teammates who you missed by a year, I guess, is uh, Archie Goodwin, who was in Ukraine. I guess he's home. Mm-hmm. Did you, you said they got him home? I'm not you, positive. Okay. I'll check on that. The but. Well, prayers up to everybody that's dealing with that um, in the mm-hmm. Ukraine and, and, uh, and citizens of Russia who are struggling too with you know everything that's going on so mm-hmm. um i appreciate you joining us i know you'll make the right decision um you know just educate yourself and mm-hmm. your family and do your thing man Definitely. uh you want to mention where they can get your shirt oh uh, yeah you can get uh all my K- kentucky kid uh merch you can get it at uh website dhawkinsclosing.com or you can just go on my instagram or my twitter and just go to the bio and get it awesome Appreciate you joining us, man. We're going to take another break, and then uh, you and I will be back to wrap it up and preview uh, the last game on the road down at Florida. Appreciate right, you, brother. No problem. Thank Talk you. to you soon. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. We want to take a moment to tell you about our friends over at Liquid IV. Liquid IV's Hydration Multiplier is a great-tasting daily electrolyte drink mix that utilizes the breakthrough science of cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. Just add the electrolyte powder to your water and let CTT do the rest. With three times the electrolytes of sports drinks, as well as five essential vitamins, Liquid IV comes in convenient, travel-friendly, single-serving packets. It is non-GMO with no artificial ingredients and comes in eight delicious flavors, including lemon-lime, pina colada, watermelon, passion fruit, guava, acai berry, apple pie, and my personal favorite, strawberry. So head on over to liquidiv.com. That's liquid-iv.com and plug in code SEAT14 at checkout to enjoy 25% off of your order. Liquid IV, fueling life's adventures. What you looking at over there? Um, just got an alert. It says uh, book just entered the health and safety protocol. No. Does that rolled out for today? Does that mean... Are they still testing for COVID? I think it's very rarely. There, it, there's just no way that they're still testing as well, much as they used to. Because I mean, that would be out left and right. Yeah, but that's. I mean, it doesn't say why yet, but he's out against the uh, Blazers tonight, and so is Chris Paul. He's not back yet either. No, Chris Paul will be out for a while. But I know, but they're leading the West. They got the best record in the NBA right now. Yeah, I think they have a nice cushion though, don't they? I don't know. I don't know how many it is. I'm pretty sure they have a a pretty decent lead that they can afford Devin to be out a, a week maybe. Mm-hmm. He probably won't even be out that long, though. He could have just been exposed to someone and not even have tested positive and yeah. just have to sit out for this game. At a certain point, we just got to quit doing that, man. Like, you yeah. know, life goes on. Mm. I mean, since we're on the subject, Chris Paul's out six to eight weeks. Books missed seven games this year so far, plus he's in health and safety protocols right now. DeAndre Aiden has missed 21 games. Cameron Payne's missed 21 games. Jay Crowder's missed 10 games. And Cam Johnson and McGee have missed 10, 10 games combined. And they got the best record in the NBA. It's a resilient group. That's what happens when you put Chris Paul on a team. They're my, favorite, they're my favorite NBA team, and it's not just because of Book. I've always loved the Suns. Um, 
They've always been a Kentucky South type deal. They've taken a lot of Kentucky guys and Yeah, and I just I like I mean, even even our boy Tyler played there. Prayers out to Tyler, by the way. I meant to mention that at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Uh Tyler Ulis was in a uh, a wreck up in Michigan um and is and dealing you know, dealing with some injuries uh in relation to that. Um so prayers out to you, bud. Um love that kid. He just he can't catch a break with the health stuff. He needs to I mean I hope he makes a, a full recovery quickly and can get back out on the court. He deserves it. He's worked his butt off for a long time to have opportunities and just yeah. that's just shitty struggle. timing. But he's tough. He's resilient. Yeah. So, but uh, but but you know, Tyler was with the Suns too. But the, my point is, I've I've always liked the Suns, um, even before a lot of my teammates ended up there. And then when Book went there, I was like, all right, great. I, you know, I'd love to. I'm actually wearing these shorts. Because of that, that they sent me just some purple Nike shorts. But who huh? sent you, Tyler? Oh, okay. Um, but uh, they're I, I mean, even their gear—they got the best gear in the NBA. Purple and orange. I mean, it's good. It's it's, fiery, it's top bro. tier. It's top tier. I don't know about best. Memphis has some really good stuff. Memphis is okay. Golden State has some good stuff. Golden State's probably number two. Milwaukee's got some good stuff. No, not a fan there. Really? I Ar- love just army green and and white classy yeah when seattle comes back they'll they have they have some really good they'll probably do a really nice rebranding yeah which is going to happen by the way in the next five years you think they will why do you say that um bill simmons wait who's going to who'll go back to see they're going back there will, no there will well there will be they're adding a team two expansion teams oh, las yeah. vegas and yeah, seattle yeah, yeah, yeah. okay are gonna yeah. happen i believe that and lebron might end up being the owner i've and been whilst playing at the same time I've uh I've had some um done a, a bunch of charitable stuff for uh the uh NBA to Lou events, NBA to Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um oh my god, yeah, that should happen too. It should, but it's probably realistically like the fourth city on the list. It is. Behind those two and then probably I think it's third. I'd put it at third. Really? Kansas City's another one that yeah, it could be good. Is up there. I'd put it third. Can you imagine how loyal a fan base would be here? Oh, I know. I mean, it would be insane. I know. I'd love that. I'd love to have an an actual professional team. Yeah. Because I'm a ball. I just picked Boston because I didn't. When did you just pick Boston? Like, how old were you? Oh, did you just like see a game and you were like, like Ray Allen? I, I was like probably him. like eight or nine. Yeah, I like green. Yeah, the green is what made I, me pick them and, first. And that Boston and Milwaukee. They're, Boston's green is much prettier than Milwaukee's green. Yeah, Milwaukee just gets creative though. Boston is notoriously they're like Kentucky levels of not creative with their jerseys. I speaking of jerseys, get rid of the checkerboards. Speak, yeah, I don't like checkerboards. But speaking of jerseys, Kentucky, the black Kentucky uniforms that we were wore when uh, Kylie passed away were Those awesome. Are so like hard. I love Duke's black jerseys, the pink ones, the blue and pink that we had, or maybe it was white and pink when we played in a, yeah. a preseason thing. I remember that when we were playing the pro teams, yeah. on the Tyler Hero team. Was it black and pink or were, white and pink? It was black, I think. God, those were so nice. But the black Duke uniforms, the black with the blue Duke, those are just crisp. I yeah, love man. those. But like, Cal's superstitious. He won't wear black uniforms because he was wearing black in Memphis when they lost with Derrick Rose. That's the truth. Damn. So it ain't happening while he's here. They wore them one time with Kylie. When Did that just go it off? sure did. Is it off? Yep. And it's back. It's back? Yep. That's awesome. It's blue. Now it's on? It's recording. All right. Well, we just had a little bit of a technical uh, issue. We'll let you try to fix that. The audio is still there, so maybe throw up a logo. 
pretend like we know what we're doing. I don't know. Throw a throw a highlight video up of uh, or some jersey pictures or something in there. Uh, yeah, I'll throw in throw in some. Jerseys. I'll throw in my favorite jerseys. There you go. That are no, that we're never gonna see. There you go. And we'll pretend like we know what we're doing. It's doing it again. What's going on? God, it's all right. Let it go. We'll be all right. Whatever. So we'll throw in. On the vis- visual part, if you're watching this, we'll throw in some of our jersey yeah. picks. We've got some figgity camera situations going on here. You, I think you it's hit because us up I don't on, know on social media with your favorite uh, jersey concepts for UK. Or just your favorite unis in general. Period. Basketball unis. Yeah. The Suns are a good take. I'm going Memphis, though. Memphis has I'm so going many Suns. different options. Definitely Suns. They got, oh, I love it. They're, they, they're, they got so many options. Miami they got too. white, black. Purple, yellow, orange. They got all the they got uniforms in all those colors. Speaking of orange, Florida. Yep. So Florida game is at what time is it? Two? Two o'clock Saturday? Yeah. In Gainesville. Um, last game of the regular season. I am absolutely zero percent worried about this game at all. Yeah. I um, think Oscar might explode again. Yep. I want to see a big game from a couple of guys that have been struggling. Um, I'd even like to see Damian Collins get in there and, and mix it up a little bit, get some minutes and get some confidence going into the SEC tournament. And then we Bryce, will have – Maybe another Bryce game. Yeah, That'd Bryce nice. getting some minutes, yeah. And then we will have six days off in preparation for the SEC tournament to kick off in Tampa, which will kick off on Wednesday of next week, but for us on Friday. I think we're going to fall into that 9 o'clock slot on Friday night. I'm not entirely sure. Um, That's not, not good. I'm not entirely sure. I don't like those that late of a game. I'd I'd take the the earlier night session for sure. Um but we will see. Um so yeah, and we got a quick turnaround obviously if we you know, it's a it's a bang bang situation with the SEC tournament. Yeah. This team's built for it though. Yeah. This team's built for it. I, I'm not afraid of them against bad teams. I worry about them against top competition. But As long as our health do. is okay. If Ty Ty Severe are good to go, um, we don't have any injuries, um, knock on wood. Then yeah, uh, Seriously, that's a legitimate knock on wood because yeah. this team, it would really suck to see such an awesome team get derailed by injury. Yeah. But we're likely going to see uh, Oscar finish averaging 15 and 15 for the first time in, what, 30 years in college basketball? Since Tim Duncan. Um, yeah, which nuts um, to be in that company. Um, and then hopefully um, as we head into uh, – He might March, break the uh, double-double record too, Dan Issel's double-double record. Yeah, I saw that too. He's He's – He's got, uh, He's 12, got 12 straight. If he gets 13 straight, he beats Danisel's double-double and two, record at university. If he gets two more, then he ties the season of double-doubles, like the cumulative yeah. on the season, and three more, he would break. He would set the record. For, and that extends through the postseason? I think it counts in the conference tournament. Awesome. Too. All right. Well, I think he'll be able to do that. He's obviously not he letting off the gas literally at all. every night. Um, so looking forward to a good performance at the SEC tournament. Um, I'm going to get some sun and come back a little tanner. Pretty excited about getting in the you warm don't need, weather. You don't need to get no more tan, dude. I need the warm weather, man. Yeah. I need it. I need it. I've been hooping a lot. And well, then uh, yeah, playing pickup. Outside? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. I went to Blue Courts mm-hmm. yesterday. I need heat for that. I want to be. I want it to be 90. It was pretty warm yesterday. It's I want it to be today. hot what if the I'm hell? playing outside. Why yeah. do you want that? That's not comfortable at oh, all. I like it. Um, when, do you, when, when do you officially transition into old guy pickup games? I think I'm there. Really? I mean, I play both. Like, I, like if I go to the gym. Because right now you could hang with younger guys. Yeah. I, I'm actually – I'm probably better now once than I've ever been. But, like, after two or three games, right. I get – Yeah. I get – I taper off a little bit. Just, you know, I just don't have the – I'm not I'm not playing 
five hours a day like I used to. Um, but I play, you know, if I go to the gym and get a workout in and then do want to get a little cardio in, I'll play old guy pickup if there's people over there running. But, but um, if you were like, gonna but join, if I go, but okay, I go so. play, but I'll go play pickup with actual like, you know, pros and, and guys that play overseas and stuff. And then I have, then I play a little different. Obviously. But here's, here's the thing. If you were to join a rec league, mm -hmm. would you feel bad? At what point do you stop feeling bad for beating up on old guys? Never. Well, eventually you will be one of them too, is what I'm saying. Never. At a certain point, there will be no guilt there. Because 25-year-old Todd could have done that, and it would have been like, okay, dude, we get it. Like, <laughs> you, can, you can tear up all these 40, 45-year-old guys. Like, yeah. I've never, I've never, I haven't felt it yet, so I don't know. I don't, I don't, I haven't felt guilt. We'll see. Like, you paid for this, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but you know. No, we actually had a conversation with the guy that ran uh, Broadway Baptist Church downtown about the league that they used to have. They, they tore the gym down to, to renovate it for a, a new uh, sanctuary, but... Uh, that league was fun. That was a good one. All right, this camera's freaking out. It is. It is. Here. You're gonna have some fun with this editing process. It's gonna yeah. be good. Um, Kentucky. Just and cut Florida. it. Just cut it and go to some of the jerseys and, and stuff. We'll be all right. Um, so we'll get out of here. Uh, SEC tournament is gonna be a blast. Selection Sunday, um, a week for I guess what? To, what is today? Wednesday. So ten days away. Mm -hmm. um, feels like this season flew by, but uh, Selection Sunday, we'll find out what the scope of. Uh, of what our potential postseason could look like, um, who our you know hope biggest we end up threats in Kansas's bracket. You hope what? We end up in Kansas's bracket. Yeah, we'll that would, see. That would we'll be perfect. see. Not Duke. Um, I don't want to see Duke. Well, we'll talk about that next episode. Word. But we're excited. It's going to be a good time. Um, good luck to the Cats on uh, Saturday, and then we will uh, circle back. I guess we might. We should probably put an episode out right after. Um, before the SEC tournament, and then we'll do one on Selection Sunday or after yeah. Selection Sunday too. So a little postseason preview. Yeah, might have to get Jeff back on here for that. Yeah, yeah, we could definitely get some arguments in with him. That's for sure. All right, guys, that'll do it for us. Um, I don't even have the. I don't have a quote. I don't have a quote ready. I've been. You don't need a quote. I've been distracted and slacking. I thought it would be like the signature thing, but you know, it's all right. It's fallen off. It has fallen it's off. Fallen I thought, out of favor. Well, it it would have been good if we'd. Uh, if we'd have tried to one-up each other every time. We'll find something. Yeah. We'll find something. All right, today's episode of Seat 14 is brought to you, as always, by Bet River Sportsbook in association with Liquid IV, Hydration Multiplier, RD1 Spirits. And for the Field of 68, thank you for listening. I'm Todd Lanter alongside Jordan Barber, and we will see you next week. Peace.